0: This is Kodak Harrison. You're listening to Two Faces Radio. Radio, radio.
1: I'm ready. Good. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm going to start then. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are I want you to, to know I'm always ready whenever you're ready. Is this how it's going to start out now? You just start whenever you're ready because I'm ready. <laughs> That's my (laughs) head Me and you Uh, uh, You and me You and me (laughs) Uh, You are listening to Two Faces Radio Thank you again for downloading our podcast here that we're doing We hope you liked uh, Two Nights Out with Two Faces Radio We liked it Uh, We had fun We had a good time Taking the show on the road As I was trying to say earlier, the date today is uh, March 6th 2010 it's yes. a beautiful day we wish we were podcasting outside oh it's so nice out. but the studio is nice too feels can i good. say
2: happy birthday to my brother it was two days ago can sure. i throw that yes. out there yes. all right. right you can do nice
1: that. happy birthday steven. steven big supporter of big the show. big supporter of the show shout out
2: <laughs> that's a shout
1: out in the studio today we have uh legendary atlanta musicians yeah i, I like that I Th- like the they thing. all flinched when <laughs> 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 when i said that uh the band is called delta moon and uh can i describe delta moon that first line of their bio? It's great. I, know I had that written down, to that down, too. Did you write that down, too? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you do it, then. It is great. No, no, oh. you do it if you go.
2: I like this. This sounds nice. The dual slide guitars of Delta Moon <clears throat> carry the listener deep into the heart of the American South, where sinuous Mississippi blues meets the gritty backwoods twang of <laughs> Appalachia and winds around a rock steady beat. Like kazoo like on, a, on bar- a barbed wire barbed fence. fence. Yeah, nice. If I knew
1: you were going to read it like that, I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I was I trying know. to be I felt dramatic. Like, I felt like we were at Temple or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Um, well, the guys ah, are all man. set up to play, so before we start um, talking too much, like we always do, yeah. we're going to hear some music first, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk our, a little bit. censor ourselves. Censor ourselves for once, pull back a little bit. Well, you got your bullshit tickets ready, get them ready. So, yeah, no, they are ready. You might need them today. Um, so, well, I w- I'll introduce the guys. We got Tom Gray sitting to my left, Um uh, Mark Johnson Johnson is next to him, and Franer is that how uh, did I say it right? Franer or is Fra- it Fran or Joseph Franer? Franer, it's right That's in between right. of what I said, <laughs> it's right, yeah, and he's it's on, not uh, what you said or what I said, and he already introduced himself. He's on upright base, he's sitting, uh, or standing right next to Brian over there. So uh, and Darren Stanley is missing. He's
0: yes, he's got diaper duty today.
1: Yeah. Oh, diaper duty! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: hate
2: changing my diaper.
1: Well, Tom, do you want to intro what we're what we're about to listen to? Okay, this is uh, the title song of our new CD we got out. This is called Hellbound Train. All
0: right, let's hear let's it. Do All right. It. And he told me when I was just a kid. Some do like I tell you, don't do like I did. I know you'll never listen, but I'll give it to you straight. You never know what hit you till it's way too late. Yes, I know. Calls to you so sweet, but i mess you up completely. Cry if you want to, but you cry in vain. You'll never get to heaven on a hillbound tree. Never get to heaven on a hillbound tree. Girl well, in Memphis we were both just
3: 21
0: Hit the road together looking for some fun Aces in Atlanta won me a 44 I got drunk in water tried to rob a liquor store Yes I know to you so sweet, mess you up completely. Cry if you want to, but you cry in vain. You'll never get to heaven on a hillbound train. Never get to heaven on a hillbound train. Let me out of FSP. She was living in Ocala with a son I'd never seen. We sat a while and didn't speak, and then I told him, "Son, you do like I tell you, don't do like I done." Yes, I know. Call to you so sweet. But I'll mess you up completely. Cry if you want to, but you cry in vain. You'll never get to heaven on a hillbound train. Never get to heaven on a hillbound train. No, you'll never get to heaven on a hillbound
2: yeah. Come on, everybody. Everybody. Get in <laughs> Make there. it sound like we're <laughs> at Chastain or something. <laughs> yeah. Very nice, man. Yeah, that's a great See, tune. Yeah, it's really cool. Thanks. I dig that uh, line about uh, you, you had one of those great things there, uh, son, do like I. Don't do what I tell you. Uh, don't do like do I, I done. No. What, yeah, what yeah. was the line? Well, but well, it, you took it
0: twice, two different ways. And but. you
2: took a common phrase, but you made it your own, and that's that's hard to do. And I like
0: that. Well, yeah, as my uncle Oliver always used to tell me, that do as I say, we'll say don't not, do as I do, I do. Do as
2: I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do yeah. as I do say, as I say not as I do, yeah. <laughs> I but you them. you you did it in a way that.
1: Didn't sound exactly like that, but it sounded came out great. Oh,
0: good, thank you. That's well what done. I tell well my done.
1: Employees all the time too. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want, you can set uh, your instruments down if you want to get more comfortable and just pull up to the. Tom, you look pretty comfortable. I'm comfortable. to comfortable. the microphones. Yeah, Tom looks all right. If uh, Mark, if you want to, yeah, Mark looks a little <laughs> stiff over there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pull up to okay, the yellow mic.
2: Trapped in there. He's got like a yeah. little vortex. We got plenty of time. In.
1: So all right,
2: um, so. <laughs> welcome to two faces radio welcome back, yeah that's, that right? song is great i mean and that song i think illustrates exactly that piece that we read right there um before i feel like that's a pretty good illustration of, of well, a little of what, light that on the barbed
0: wire without darren but uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah that's right. true yeah more not, kudzu. not
1: yeah more kudzu less barbed wire so uh this new record now so how many is this for you for you guys it this is number six, six. it's, it's we did six altogether
0: we did our first one in 2002 so yeah that's okay six. okay
1: great right,
2: cool well i noticed the first thing that struck me in listening to your music was um you, the vocal similarity in my opinion and i hope this isn't an insult uh, you never no, know it's but mark Knopfler. oh that's oh wow a new one. okay really no you didn't, you haven't got that before no i haven't more I've in his right. more in some of the later stuff now that he does um Although some of his stuff is a little bit more Mark mellow. Nuffler, yeah. But I there were a saying. couple tracks in particular where I was like where it just jumped right out of it. I was like, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which hmm. to me, I'm, i send it as a compliment. So well, thanks you. I'll take <laughs> <down> it <like> <laughs> Cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, so I've been seeing you guys around town for a real long time. I yeah. mean you guys are definitely a, uh, a staple. A staple Atlanta band, I'd say. Um go ahead. Where did you, no, I, I was listening to you. I liked where you were going. You liked where I was going, yeah, I did. Well, I was there's a lot of stuff to uh, to get to that I got off the bio, but I, I have a feeling yeah. that you pulled a lot of stuff from the bio that you want to talk about too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I pull, I just kind of took down
1: you know my regular if notes. You, about if you stuff. go to their website and you read the bio, right away you'll be like, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess most we joked beforehand. I, you know, we were
2: discussing the songs you guys were going to play, and I threw out a song that you had a pretty nice uh, piece of. <laughs> I guess, Mister Gray. Oh, the uh, Cindy Lauper song yeah, I had that, that. Well, 100%. your song, that's a nice your song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. That What's is sweet. 100%. How well? Well, I, I did. I actually wrote down 100 percent publishing. So that's how did that happen?
0: Well, I had my own publishing company. Yeah. And uh, let's see. You want like a. So you Short, were a bi- medium or long. Story. Well,
2: you were in a band called The Brains, That's was it? Right. A new yeah. wave band in the eighties, yeah. right? And oh. We did
1: a
0: couple albums on Mercury then, and right? Then broke, did one one on Landslide, which is an Atlanta label. Yeah, yeah. We talked about broke Landslide up. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, when did you break up? Uh, Nineteen eighty something. Yeah, maybe like end of the, the eighties. Yeah, no, early, mid eighties. No, early. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. Early to mid eighties.
2: Okay, and uh, and so you were lucky enough to have a song that. How did how did she hear about that song i don't want to make this or about cindy Lose, actually, but you had a song uh, i guess
1: it's a good place to start maybe. yeah it's a, it's okay. an
2: interesting you've got something real interesting well, there cindy in
1: told
0: me she already knew the song in fact i didn't remember it but uh oh funny sean Bourne over at wax and who used to work as a uh sort of a roadie for us uh told me that uh, blue angel which was cindy's band at the time opened for us at some oh, club really? in new york we played on the same bill. I don't even remember that. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, she knew the song from the brains. But uh, I had a publishing deal at that time with ATV. And Marv Goodman at ATV had pitched the song to Rick Chertoff, the producer for Rachel Sweet, who was another artist. Rachel Sweet passed on it. Six months later, Yeah. Chertoff calls uh, Marv back and says, uh, I've got a new artist this song yeah. would be perfect for. So what Cindy told me was that... Uh, Rick Chertoff gave her a cassette with six songs on it saying, you need a couple covers on the album, you know, listen to these and pick a couple. And right. she chose money changes, everything wow. and a Prince song. So, Oh uh, wow. Yeah. I wonder what Prince song she, Yeah, uh, when you were mine was the name of it. Okay. So now
2: th- was this a song he had perf that he had recorded also. Yes. Right yeah. 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 So okay. she
0: did my song and a Prince song and all the other songs on the album were either ones she'd chosen or had written herself. Wow. Uh, so, uh, well, and she chose these, too,
1: but he gave her right, right. the cassettes right. to choose from. So this that's is a, a lesson for all you musicians out there. Publishing is important. Oh. It is. <laughs> and
0: then once the record came out, at the same time, Michael Jackson was just on top of the world, and he was buying all the Beatles songs yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. He bought ATV, which was the publishing company that had uh, 50%, and uh, ATV went back to, like, the 50s. They own all little Richard's catalog oh, really? and all that sort of stuff. But he bought that and basically shut the company down. He bought the catalog, yeah. closed all the offices, fired everybody. I felt no loyalty at all to Michael Jackson. <laughs> but I read my contract and says it. there was a clause in my contract that I could get my publishing back. And so oh. I got it back. Wow. Wow! From and Michael Jackson? From Michael Jackson. He, wow. You know, he was asleep at the switch. You beat so. the king of pop. <laughs> There's a new king in town. <laughs> So I, I, I got all the publishing. So wow. So yeah, uh, I, for a little while after the brains broke up, I was mowing lawns and stuff. But right. Then I, gave <laughs> off, I gave that up. Stop mowing lawns, didn't you? Can we? I, you know, this is kind of good because we. And then he was mowing lawns with hundreds. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I was going to say this is nice because we d- we have no prior relationship with any of you guys, and we've had a lot of people in here that we know or have some connection to. But I feel like we're pretty. There's. For some reason, you know, we've been playing in town for a while. You guys have been playing in town for a while. We have no real connections. So I feel comfortable at just asking you, how how well did you do off that one song? Do, I mean, can you give us a ballpark? Well, that, that's not appropriate to ask. It well, really I mean, not. not the money. No, not <laughs> the money. I mean, just like, did that really allow you to be a full-time musician at yes, that point absolutely. you know that's what i mean i'm not asking for yes, no no <laughs> By uh, no uh,
1: yeah, i didn't bring my i'm boat, not rude who do you <laughs> no, think you, you <laughs> are howard stern over there <laughs> you
2: know. i'm not rude i'm just trying to, you know i mean they always say like some of these artists who have like the one hit wonders you know they live the rest of their career sometimes off of these songs well if they played their that, cards right you can right, go you know. out and buy
0: a boat uh or uh you can buy a house yeah. you know and yeah and fortunately i bought a house yeah so, yeah uh, yeah it so it's good. been good for me. It's yeah. still, I still have a regular. It still from does that come song. in yeah. for
2: that. A regular, wow. Yeah, yeah. Not as
0: much. I couldn't live off that song. But, but she's kind of coming.
2: I mean, she's. I've seen her name around a little bit. Yeah, she's on a reality show now. Is she? I haven't. Okay.
0: What's the name
3: of it? Yeah, I think I heard about that too. No, it's with um, what's his name, the rich. Uh, who's the big millionaire? You're fired. Oh, uh, oh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Really? She's on Celebrity Millionaire. Right. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. She's yeah. had a little
2: bit a of a resurgence. Yeah. I think celebrity people <laughs> are. <laughs> that's it. I think some of the pop people from like the '80s who were where you realize what, some of the songs you can kind of strip down and make sort of legitimate songs out of. Some of those artists, I think, are starting to get some. Uh, you know, kind of get some, a resurgence of, like, respect. I think a lot of people pan some of the 80s stuff for a while, but then you kind of look back and realize, well, you know, there was some good stuff
0: there. Well, yeah, there I, was, I would I would say Cindy was a, a great singer. She yeah. takes her art very seriously. She's yeah. a great writer, too. I think yeah. uh, time after time she's a writer on a great uh-huh. song. Yeah. And uh, uh, several of the others. And I, I wrote uh, other songs with her after that that were on several of the other albums. Yeah, oh, really? uh, She's uh, she's a hard-working woman. She, yeah,
2: uh, no, that's good. It's definitely it's definitely showing now because she's kind of still around. And, yeah, and she won an Emmy to of,
0: to in the '90s as an actress on a uh, situation comedy. Really? Like get best guest comedian of the year. <laughs> really? Yeah, I funny. forget the name of the show because I never watched TV. Oh, like well, she had good Girls. Good videos though. You yeah, know? She, she,
2: she did those good videos. They were funny. Of course. Captain Lou Albana. Captain that <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I, 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 again, I apologize. I did not mean to offend you. I certainly wasn't looking for a dollar amount. I just kind of was like curious. No, like no
1: you problem. were able to hold on to those publishings, and 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 that is the key. Well, this is great, Brian. We're, we're 15 minutes into the podcast. We've been talking about Cindy Lauper the whole time. Yeah, let's get back to uh, <laughs> uh, let's get back to Delta. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Um, you want to start with a little history, just as a, a place to to start out with. I know you guys are. uh, uh Tom well, Mark, and Mark, you're you're from US. up north, right? Like like we are I'm from Ohio Ohio oh, You're from right. Ohio I right. did That's up up in not a really trailer up north. park. He we're grew up in a sure trailer park right. you We don't know what Ohio is <laughs> <laughs> Like Brian and I for, are from up north But like you know New York, Jersey Like that area So, but uh, We're from the northeast He's from up north Yeah well I like how <laughs> I saw in the bio You were in a band called The Rude Northerners yeah. That
0: was <laughs> yeah. the first
3: band I was in you know, When you came down like, here yeah. Down here yeah We used to play at the Beacon Lounge Down on Auburn Avenue Oh really? Oh yeah Oh, I, I mean,
1: <laughs> and it, you know, Brian and I have only been here since the mid 90s. So, you know, our Atlanta history stuff only goes so back, far. So back, far. But yeah. We kind of know what's going on in town, you know, since then. But uh, we hear a lot of stories about old Atlanta places and everything, which we like yeah. to hear, you know, and a guy, yeah. you know, guys like you um, and Tom, you. So you grew up where down here?
0: I was born in Washington, D.C. Oh, D.C. I was, C., a, I was right. a kid in Arlington, Virginia. We moved here. My family did when I was about 13, I think. So I've been here since then. Oh, but cool. now it says
2: that – it also said that you kind of call North Carolina.
0: Both my parents were from there. Okay. We, that's where we always went uh, in the summer, and we still have a farm up there, a family farm. My sisters and my parents and I uh, all chipped in and bought back what had been my grandfather's farm. Okay. Cool. So, uh, so that's a place to go, and it's kind of yeah. kept the family together.
2: So how do you think, like um, you know, you Tom being from sort of like the East Coast, primarily East South Southeastish area, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, you DC. I went that. to school in DC, and and you it's know, borderline. Virginia. It's not really South, I don't think, yeah. but um, I mean, north of the Mason Dixon line. And uh, and Mark, your kind of upbringing in in Ohio. Do you think that? Your sort of uh, Childhood upbringings Kind of blend Into the music In any way Particularly Or have you sort of Just picked things up From all being In the south uh, For these years
3: uh, Well I had um, I had always Listened to uh, Music that was From the south Okay So I always had The inclination To go south And find out Right More, right. About, it, more about it That's really the reason I moved to Atlanta Okay yeah, Which is um,
1: kind of The reason that We moved to Atlanta too Yeah, yeah cool
2: and you and Tom, you had been I, I saw a lot of interesting stuff about you talking about like new wave music, how how anti blues it sort of was. Oh, yeah.
0: Which, which you had
2: played uh, initially. And then how did you kind of get I, around? To I
0: was in I was in dance uh, bands before that way back in my early days. Yeah. Uh, back in those days, in the 70s in Atlanta, the, if you're in a working band, you're working six nights a week, four sets a night in a bar. Wow, yeah. and a gig having a gig meant you were working two weeks to four weeks in the same place doing that mm-hmm. and then you'd move somewhere else or some time you'd be in the yeah. same place for months
2: you don't see that much anymore no then. it doesn't exist yeah.
0: anymore but back then it was all about being a dance band doing doing cover <laughs> songs mostly yeah. but uh, uh, getting those butts shaking on the floor is what your job was and that's that's that was a happened. school that uh, we came up in, all the guys that were in the brains with me, I think came in up in that school. Rick Price, I was in a lot of bands with. Keith Christopher, I was in a lot of bands with back in those days. And it was all about getting people dancing. Mm-hmm. I don't think people today, uh musicians today, have that experience so much. Yeah. Uh So it's all, and you know, when I was working up in Nashville, a, a friend of mine said up there, he said, you know, all you Atlanta musicians have this thing it's a field that, <laughs> that uh people up here don't have it's a, well it's a different school yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i think I, I i agree with you i think that um when people start playing music uh you know obviously i think it's great to create your own music and all that stuff but you can't get so long it's important to pick up on something and learn other people's material. I think you really learn and appreciate a lot more by yeah, I mean, that's working out what other the, people's what music. the Beatles
0: did in Hamburg, right? That's what they were doing six yeah. sets a night. Yeah, uh, they're eating their meals on stage. Wow! And uh, so it's of course you can only do that for so long. And like I say, it's a school. You got to graduate, get out of there, because or yeah. else you'd kill yourself. <laughs> uh, so in the uh, around nineteen uh, late seventies. I said I have got to write my own songs and uh, form my own band and get out
1: of here. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, I was gonna. I mean, we we know a lot of the blues circles. We know a lot of people in the blues circles. You know, kind of nowadays and over the last ten years. And I feel like you guys kind of float in and out of the normal, the normal hubs.
3: One foot in, one foot out. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, I
1: see yeah. that. You know, it's like I'll see you guys pop up at Blind Willie's. You know, and yeah. and on a weekend too. And and yeah.
0: Blind Willie's yeah. is sort of our home stage. We did yeah.
1: uh, we did every Tuesday
0: there for. Several years, and that was kind of when this band, right, really got going.
1: Did you do much at a uh, Northside
0: Tavern? Played there a few times, but we were never part of the Northside scene, right?
1: Really. Right, yeah, we, which we kind of were. We knew, uh, we just knew. And I, I noticed you guys. Yeah, I never saw you guys come through there. Too, friends like. with a lot of those. Guys, yeah, of you course.
0: Know. Uh, we're good friends with with a lot of those people, but that wasn't so much our scene. Right. And, and Smithsall Bar too.
2: Yeah, we have played yeah. there quite a bit. That was. A, yeah, that was. I, I feel like that's where I've.
0: Did you have a a
2: live album from
0: Smitselbar at one point? No, we cut a live album at uh, Tree Studio. Okay, Uh, they had a room up there called called the Cage, the Cave. I mean, which uh, is a great place to have a live audience and do a recording. And we got uh, several kegs of beer, one of which mysteriously disappeared but we
3: found it the next day in the listening session <laughs> but uh we, but
0: we got we got a you know a spread of food and kegs of beer yeah. and, 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 uh, <laughs> assuming
2: uh, somebody who was partaking in the first
0: keg right probably figured out a way to move it that, that was where we did the live album that was in 2003 i think we're due for another live one yeah
2: yeah, I think I, um, I think uh, years ago, I think I have that out al- CD actually. Really? I hadn't looked through my collection, but uh, yeah, that's mostly what I had. So you got a paying customer right here. Yeah, All
0: right.
1: That's before burning time, so um, you know. Thank you. But I would still pay now. <laughs> burning time. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the title of somebody's CD? <laughs> burning time. It <That> sounds familiar. <laughs> That'd be good actually. <laughs> you should just name it "Burn It." <laughs> Burn. I don't it, yeah. care as long
2: as they're listening.
1: That's what I feel like. I guess.
2: Um so where so where are we? So you guys met up um here in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, around what time?
0: Uh, we don't know exactly in okay. the 90s at some point. Probably, yeah, you guys Probably. Uh, was, probably 1990, was, right.
3: right? Really that long ago? Yeah. Ninety, ninety-one. It could have been
0: who
2: sold who something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sold I, I tried that. to sell him, sell a, him a guitar,
0: a... but he didn't want to
3: buy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's how we met. Yeah. That's how you guys <laughs> met.
3: We, we, we've uh, we've all uh, Tom and I and Mike Lorenz, who's no longer yeah, with us, yeah. we we all owned a lot of the same instruments. as seen from oh, yeah, really? I go to, I go to Mike's yeah. house, maybe two or three of my guitars. Right. There, <laughs> I think
1: I owned that Gretsch in '95. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah that's, that's was true.
2: Good. And, and how did you guys get onto you know the music and and the similarity you know like how did you pick up that you guys well, hey well let's play together well we something. both
0: lived uh over around a uh, little five points him park area okay and yeah. uh not far apart and we, we just did started our getting together and playing yeah uh especially uh after Fred McDowell yeah that stuff <laughs> Fred McDowell, McDowell stuff uh
3: Blind Willie Johnson right.
0: slim Harpo songs <laughs> slim too Harpo. oh yeah okay uh you got love so, if you want it yeah and we yeah we did that one and uh oh and we do uh Tampa red and a lot of that old stuff
3: too
1: so you guys are more influenced by uh by that type of uh, Delta blues Delta stuff and, of Mississippi and blues. At that
3: time we were we were, that was just a common thread that Tom he was playing lap style stuff yeah wow house. that makes sense and, and that was just kind of the stuff we could sit and play the, together in the right. front room but then after that we started getting all kinds of stuff
0: right but we were playing uh i was playing lap style slide and mark was playing the uh, bottleneck style slide and we're playing together and you know who's ever heard of two, two, two slide, slide players slide, in the yeah. same band we weren't even thinking about that we we're just getting together right and fun. that's kind of yeah. yeah
1: how you guys build yourselves is just that dual slide right it's so heck.
0: Mark went down to Jazz Fest in New Orleans and saw Ry Cooter and David Lindley playing together. He yeah. said, well, that's what Tom and I are doing. And <laughs> yeah. he came back and said, we got to get out and do this with other right. people. Cool. That, yeah. Well, it worked, definitely.
2: So, again, just to kind of go back a little bit, Tom, um, did you kind of have a hard – like, when you came to – what? when did you get to Atlanta or when did you get down to Georgia –
0: yeah, I was 13. I was in the 8th grade. Okay, so long, so long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. So, so long before
2: you were playing in bands and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, So at what point did you sort of make that change? I started
0: playing in bands about the 10th grade, I guess. Okay. But uh, didn't well, wh- make any money till the 12th grade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's better than I can say. I still haven't made any money. Um, well, well I, yeah, money is a different definition when I was in the 12th grade. Sure, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> At what point did you sort of make that switch, like uh, into like the hardcore kind of getting into the lap steel and the blues? And I mean, I assume it had always been there, but
0: uh the lap steel. I was a keyboard player in the old days, and uh, the lap steel I got into in the uh,
1: mid '80s, I think. Uh, did you hear guys like, like Rye and and yeah, and, and, oh hear, yeah? yeah and we're just like, all right, I got to do that.
0: No, what happened? I think it was 1987, and I was in a guitar store. And there was this old superlapse deal, and it was all pearloid, what they call a mother of toilet seat, you know, <laughs> and, uh, real art deco. And I just, you know, I was with a friend of mine who was a recording engineer who I was working with at the time, and we looking at, it, yeah, that looks cool, you know. And uh, went on, and I woke up the next morning, and I just couldn't get the thought of that out of my head. I yeah. said, I'm just going to have to go back and get it. It was only a hundred bucks. And uh, so then I went back and got it, and then uh, the next morning I got up. And I'm drinking coffee in my pajamas, and I'm playing this lap steel through this Fender Tweed amp, and just "This is all I want to do for the rest of my <laughs> life. This is it. This is it. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I've been stuck ever and since. And then stuck yeah. it into the. Well, yeah. good. So you had that moment. You yeah, know, I bro. had that moment. It was yeah. Christmas morning times ten. You know, we
1: yeah. talked. We talked about that moment we ta- last <laughs> week, didn't we? Well, yeah.
2: I I, I just talked about this that thing, thing, moment. Like yeah. this thing that I call when you knew. You know, like. Because a lot of people have it, but some people don't. Some people are just sort of like it was a gradual thing, people pushing them to sing or do whatever. But you had that moment where you kind of like sat down and that kind of turned the direction of your playing and writing and stuff at that point, would you say? Yeah. Or was it know, just it, more of the playing? More of
0: the playing. I was yeah. writing all the time. Uh, but, yeah, there was definitely a playing moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
2: Um, well, I was just going to say, so you said you guys came here and like, oh, you've been here since like about 03? Or uh, formed
0: in about oh three. Uh well, we started playing up back in the late nineties. We don't know exactly the date. We just sort of casually started playing out. Okay. At first, acoustic. Did, did you
1: ever? Oh, okay. That's how I was going to okay. ask if you when you got your rhythm section or when when you added.
0: Yeah, we didn't really add the rhythm section until the early two thousands. I would say it was after yeah. two thousand. Uh, we would have a drummer sometimes, but not a bass player.
1: And there's some guys we know that have played with you guys in the past. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. We ought wow. to have a reunion sometime. <laughs> yeah, well, I, just, I just ran <laughs> into John Schwenke to... the other night. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, was Callison uh, used to play? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, yeah. Was callison kind of, was yeah. with you guys for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Who else? Did, wasn't there somebody else that we know that? Uh, uh, well, you guys have had I don't know, so uh, some, guys uh, we, come through.
0: We were playing at some festival last year, and Mark says, there's so-and-so with the band before us on stage. I said, I don't think I know him. Mark said. He played with us for a month. <laughs> <laughs> John, <laughs> I, I don't want I wanna, knew him when he took his <laughs> hat off.
1: I don't <laughs> want to ignore Frainer. He's he's standing over there uh, in the corner. We we haven't let him talk yet. But when when did you join up with these guys? Um, been in the band for maybe two and a half years now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what's uh what's your history? You've been um I mean you lived in Atlanta or uh, yeah I grew I grew up in
4: Jonesboro. I went to Jonesboro High School. Okay. And. Um, I ended up going to UGA and right. was, a, was a music major there. Oh, okay. And uh, just playing in different bands and moved back to Atlanta and hooked up with these guys. Yeah, You always I, been playing this type of music or? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a jazz guy. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm new in the whole blues scene. I'm learning right. every day and these guys are teaching me a lot. And, yeah, cool. So, uh, So,
1: you you've always been playing upright?
4: Uh, I started off, well, I, I started off on tuba. Oh. And then, um. I switched. I couldn't make any money on the tuba, so I I, I, <laughs> I picked up the bass. What's the next largest instrument I can <laughs> find? <laughs> well, I, I knew I wanted to play a bass instrument, so yeah. Uh, so I picked up the electric, and uh, surprisingly, I got a lot of calls out out in Athens, right. just playing different bands, and oh, yeah, cool. So here I am.
1: And uh, you know, I was gonna say. I mean, uh, I feel like Atlanta's been uh, been real good to you guys. You know, I mean, it, do you agree? I mean, you, you guys have won a bunch of creative Loafing awards and 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 that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, we like it here. Yeah. Our <laughs> home, you know.
1: Well, I was yeah, yeah cuz I was I was noticing when you had mentioned before that the band
2: sort of formed in like oh two, but if you said it was the late 90s still, you guys did pretty well pretty quick it sounds like cuz you already won an, an international blues Yeah, challenge that or something was 2003. Oh, three, yeah. But by
0: that time, yeah, we'd already won some creative Loafing things and yeah. Atlanta magazine Best blues and band whatever, ever. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh actually I think the uh the Breeze Kings hold the record for the Creative Loafing thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for how many times? You <laughs> <I> know. Know. <laughs> they do a campaign <laughs> like, every year. I know. know. <laughs> Their
1: fans are loyal, you know? Yeah. They're a good band. Yeah, I know. Well, they were uh, episode two on our podcast. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we all play music, right? To win awards and stuff. I mean, yeah, right. A,
2: that's always yeah. the goal. Uh-huh. Um, what is all that?
1: Is that outside? Yeah, I, I think it's a fight outside in the street. Wow. Yeah.
2: Nothing like a nice little well, local fight. Let's,
1: let's go bring the recorder out there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs>
2: Um, Don't worry, the doors are locked. <laughs> Franner, no, Franner, Franer. strike two, strike three. <laughs> um, <laughs> were you born in Haiti,
4: or um, you have family from Haiti? My my parents are from Haiti. Okay, and all right. I was born in New York, Brooklyn. Okay, um, but uh, my wife, she's from Haiti. Okay, she really? moved here when she was like sixteen.
2: Yeah, do you have you had a lot of, uh, you know, family?
4: Uh.
2: That was involved with the, with most, the of, most of my
4: family. They're they're in the states now. Okay, oh, um, but my parents have a lot of friends that yeah. they haven't heard from. Yeah, and of course my wife, she's got plenty of friends and families that she hadn't heard from. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we from from what we know, there's like maybe three deaths, uh, cousins, aunts, and stuff yeah, like that.
2: Yeah. Now I mean now you know as soon as you see that once I saw the. It said like Jonesboro by way of Haiti or Haiti by way of Jonesboro. I don't know which right. one of those. <laughs> and uh, as soon as you see that now, you know, you have but to. You, uh, do you consider yourself you a northerner?
4: North- no. I, no. I, I, moved to, I moved to Georgia when I was like three. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're deep not, south. not a
1: Brooklyn guy. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Just spent some time there.
2: <laughs> so, 2008 Songwriter of the Year. Oh, yeah. Blues Songwriter of the Year. Yeah, that's another award. Yeah. That's pretty nice, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was nice.
0: Yeah. How does that come about? And, fr- and from where? I, know I that was that. what uh, Roots Music Association. I think they're based out okay. of Texas.
2: Oh, cool. That's pretty major. Does somebody have to like? Um, they're based out of Texas. You said. Does somebody yes. sort of like put your name in in a bin for something like that? Yes, or, you know, some... like somebody management push you or no? Or, I'm not
0: quite sure how I got in the bin on that. Really? One. Uh, I think uh, maybe DJs nominated me or something. I know. No, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So
2: that's boy. that. That would be the the best one. To me, you know, like uh songwriting, you know it, that's the heart of it.
1: that is the heart you of know? it you yes.
2: know it's it's kind of a little bit of everything in there and and I, I think that's what people are always sort of right. looking for that it, kind of recognition.
1: I was also going to bring up um, you know, I know you guys have had some different vocalists in the past too. you've had some lead vocalists.
0: we've had a couple female vocalists couple in the female. band, and uh but you know, I was always singing like
1: it was always like
0: in the time that we had the female vocalist, it would be a third, yeah, she would sing. A third duet, right. and then about a third I would sing. But of course, everybody remembers the females.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I you know when I first started seeing you guys, I think you had both of those guys singing. Uh, um, I mean, it was a while back.
0: Yeah, that was a while back. It's been since uh, 2006. Yeah, I've been, it. we've gone to four pieces, and yeah. I've been handling all the vocals. That's when my right. voice started getting so
1: raspy. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did that all come about, and, and why? Did you you know?
0: Well, the first uh, did first you guys thing kind of I...
1: say, well, let let's try out a lead vocalist, or or was it Mark? You want to answer that no. one?
3: <laughs> Jenna, Jenna and I yeah. actually were kind of doing some shows together. Oh, and then Tom hooked up with us, so that's how. The oh, I got gotcha. Delta Moon was formed. Okay, or you know, it's very very close to around the same time. All three of us, I think, we did a couple shows together, right? And but I knew I knew Tom long before you know a few years before that. Okay, so you kind so of started she, out like that. So she was a founding member of. I got you. Okay, and, How was But uh, yeah. then, yeah, the uh, 2004.
0: Yeah. She, we were tr- starting to travel a lot and stuff, and she just didn't want to travel anymore. Yeah. She didn't like that riding in the van and yeah. that sort of thing. With you have bun- to want with a bunch to, of guys. Yeah, you, know? you have <laughs> to want to do it, and uh, she really did not want to. Do it. No so place I for a lady. And so she left the band then, and uh, and then you found some. We else. got Kristen Market in to sing with us, thinking we needed another woman. That lasted about a year, and then she left. And yeah. then I said, "I'm let's just do it for."
1: Yeah, I got, I got a good voice. On. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, so <laughs> well, it's
0: been a lot. Actually, a lot easier. Yeah,
1: your drummer isn't here today, but who's the drummer that you're working with?
0: Darren on? Stanley, and okay. he's a he's a new dad. They just had a baby. What two weeks ago? Yeah. So we'll send out a congratulation. maybe yeah. he'll
1: listen to this and we'll yeah so oh, he's
0: uh, he's dealing with that today yeah will deal congrats to yeah.
1: him uh, so that's normally what uh, uh you guys still play acoustic around town or is it usually just the full band
0: usually the full band every now and then uh, mark and i did an acoustic thing at smith's last year on a bill yeah. with bobby rush cool. that was a lot of fun
1: uh Bobby Rush, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Was he, he did, acoustic or what? Yeah, he did a solo. No, oh, actually, okay. he, he his...
3: plugged the Strat directly into the PA. It sounded great. Yeah, he just wants to travel
1: light. Oh, he, yeah. did,
0: he did one song just singing and uh, playing harmonica. And, yeah. But he's moving with it. You, you don't miss the rest right. of the band. It worked, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah that was like you remember uh, Stony Brooks heart player uh, yeah. yeah I remember he used to come out and just plug his heart mic right into the PA and I was like wow, you got to be kidding me and he always sounded good you know and I <laughs> I, I got to be good to I sound never like, understand
0: yeah, it yeah well it's like I've, I've always felt like you know it's uh, only about 5% of it of the sound is in the yeah, instrument I know. and the rest is in the person I know you got to
2: have it you know yeah. to put it out there so I have one question I guess maybe we could have started off you know more towards the beginning with this but um I noticed the the name Delta Moon, and I'm sure you've been asked this a, a thousand times, but it was a little. It said that you guys came up with the name uh, after a trip to Mississippi, That's Muddy Waters story. cabin. Yeah. But what exactly? You know, how did the name come? Where did Delta Moon actually those come from?
1: I just liked the way it sounded.
3: Yeah, no, uh, we, Jenny and I went yeah. down to Muddy Muddy Waters's cabin. Uh huh, and. Sat around for a while and it was getting dark and so we drove away. Is that Clarksdale? Yeah, Clarksdale, yeah. Mississippi. Drove away from his cabin in the VW van and huge uh harvest moon came up over okay. the wow. horizon. I said Delta Moon, that's the name of the next one. No, yeah. There you go. See? see that's, that's another one. That's all I'm looking when you for. knew. <laughs> when you
1: knew. <laughs> so you guys have been traveling a lot too, huh? Heading out overseas. I mean we like it. Got a yeah, new van, I see. Yes, we did. That's what I heard. And you had the uh you had your some of your fans
0: name it? Yeah, we got on Facebook and asked for name suggestions. And I've uh, got quite a few good ones and, and some, I'm not going to say dopey. We had, they were all good suggestions.
1: Hey, if you're going to put it out online, you know what you're going to get. No, it's,
0: uh, no, it was good. It was fun. Everybody, uh, a lot of people chipped in. But the moon pie was the winner, I think. Yeah, the moon pie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that—that that is perfect.
0: How, oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to ask about, you know, traveling to Europe. You guys have gone there a few times? Yeah. Where, where do you usually go when you're out there?
0: uh we've been uh, to england several times uh we were just over in uh scandinavia denmark wow. norway uh italy
1: how long do you usually stay out when you go out like uh, uh, a few weeks
0: two three four weeks okay. for, uh, germany we went to last year we're going back over uh in may and june we'll be in germany and austria and switzerland wow How's so, the reception out there? Good, yeah, yeah always yeah, for blues yeah. out there. You know, I love that. Yeah, Not that I know, know like for the hand, American music. Though. Yeah, they yeah. do like, yeah, they do
2: yeah. like it over there. Is there? Do you notice a difference in the crowds, like in the way they appreciate the music, the way they enjoy it or take it in?
0: Well, yeah, you know, you hate to generalize and stereotype, but I would say. Uh, like, do they all
2: get naked? When no, no uh, we haven't seen that. major that, that stands we out? We haven't obviously. been to that country yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh,
0: but, uh, you know, the Italians are more like they have to eat first. Right. They have to digest. <laughs> and then so, yeah, but, go uh, on at like two but, in the morning. Yeah, but they, they're like, once they're ready to dance, they'll get on up there. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, the uh, the Norwegians... They're pretty loose. They'll have a glass of beer in one hand and a glass of, of what is it they're drinking in the other hand? Cognac. Cognac. That's Cognac. Like, and they, they all are like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to go. <laughs> nice. And
1: then uh, as far as traveling around the states, I mean, have you guys been across the country or you mostly stay in the southeast?
0: Uh, we travel around a lot in the southeast, but yeah. uh, we've been out to... Uh, West Coast several times Portland Oregon's been a Great town for us oh uh, yeah Seattle. Portland yeah yeah, yeah. okay no Portland's beautiful we Like it yeah. out there and we've Been up north quite a bit Yeah Mark gave us a tour of Ravenna Ohio we saw the Wahoo ditch and <laughs> we went up Brooklyn to see uh Frainer's birthplace oh and, Yeah uh, <laughs> it's we, a good way get to get do It man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. you know traveling In a band you know yeah but That is that's all right How have the crowds been up North like up in uh up in New York and and the, those Areas it's good. good. It's
0: different. Every town's different. New York City's uh, tough because there's so much
1: going on. Yeah, oh, I know. Shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hear yeah. it's tough for blues up there too. Yeah. Not that I would just consider you guys a, a straight up blues band, but I just no, We're
0: really not. Even though there's a lot yeah. of money I know. In there. Yeah. But I yeah. figure,
1: well, when they try to book you up there in other places, do they book you into blues places or? Is it uh,
0: sometimes, but not always? More like
1: Smith's type places. Uh,
0: well, like uh, in, when, last time we were up in New York, we ended up doing a thing with our friend Kevin Kenny. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crying. His, his wife, Shanie Rae, was doing a thing uh, in a club down, uh, down on Houston Street. And we went down and played a show with Kevin. So, uh, okay. you know, not a blues type of thing at all, but still yeah. kind of rootsy
1: Americana. Right. Yeah. Do you play with him down here at all? Because I know he's in town and he'll.
0: Yeah, he, he's around. Let's see. We played with Kevin here. Yeah, we played at Smith's once with Kevin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, did we put, no, I, I was doing a thing down at the Earl with Kevin. He and I did a series of Sundays with Rick Richards from the Georgia Satellites, too. That was oh, yeah? oh, yeah. That was quite a crazy band. Yeah, what and, was that? And, oh, that, it was, wasn't... that was several years ago. Oh, was it? Wasn't... Two, two, three, four years ago. Okay, but se- yeah, not that long ago. We did a month ago, of Sundays yeah. at the Earl like that <clears> with Kevin's band. Yeah, uh, that's familiar. The Sun-Tangled Revival Band. I feel like I remember Tim Butler talking about that.
2: Tim Butler? Yeah. Real was good was guitar player. Yeah. Um, do, the, is the feeling different when you're touring, like in Europe, as opposed to touring here? Does it feel like something bigger is happening when you're over there? Well, because to you're us, cr- sure, yeah. 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 But I mean, that kind of invigorates everybody, doesn't it, a little bit? Don't you? Do you feed off of that? Does it? Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're treated a little better. Over there. Are you There's treated
0: you a little, little bit better? Over there? So generally, yeah. Well, general. a, a lot of places in the U.S. will treat you with respect, but not every place. But right. over there, they all do.
2: So they all do. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're a big a big deal, I guess, over there. Like this American band that comes all the way over to uh, to our little town or country or whatever. Yeah, it might be.
0: it's sort of like that. Also, yeah. there's a lot more feeling about culture and the arts, and there's a lot more. Uh, a lot of the bars aren't just supported by selling alcohol; they're supported by uh, cultural grants or something, you know, to have the bands in there. Oh. It's a different different way of thinking. Yeah, okay,
1: totally. Huh, that's yeah, interesting. They, they just really support artists out there. Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, that's I mean that's a tough thing here, you know, you feel sometimes there's a lot of places that just you almost feel un- unless you're a lot of the blues bands, the strict blues bands, you know, they do a lot of they get a certain amount of uh, traditional blues bands, they yeah. get a set amount of money for the places that they play and they play blues places or they play yeah. private venues, but for bands that are original bands like you and other original rock bands, sometimes it can be tough. I mean, Smith's Old Bar if you don't necessarily have a built-in crowd, you know, no, you don't have. You're a not built gonna. In crowd. Met, you're not gonna make.
1: You got to bring your crowd. You got to bring, bring in. your crowd. And then you're Smith's, gonna make money when you bring the people. You and know.
0: Smiths, there's a real break point, and I, I can tell by looking at the room if I'm making money or not. Oh yeah. If, I mean, if it, if the seats are filled and there's a few people standing down in the front, about break even. Uh, you got to get that whole front seat area filled with people standing up. Yeah. That's when you're going to make anything. Yeah. The guarantee. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know. People don't think of it that way, but certainly musicians do. <laughs> I feel <laughs> if
2: I've you're playing, playing for a living, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Again, you know, maybe it'd be interesting to compare sort of overseas to here. But um, I feel like here, sometimes the venues put all the pressure on the bands. I think to bring the people out. When so- sometimes I feel like. It, it, you know, it can be a a joint effort a little bit more. Yeah, well, some don't advertise. Either. They, they don't. Yeah. They don't advertise. They're yeah, not pushing uh, bands it. Clubs
0: like Smiths or Blind Willies. I mean, clubs like Smiths or Blind Willies or something. They'll have an ad out there. They're doing yeah. a little. Yeah, uh, but there are clubs that just don't do anything. Yeah,
1: that's frustrating. Well, I am going to ask you to uh, get set for your three, two, one. Okay, I'll and then we're going to hear. Uh, some more music In a you second You guys willing To be put on the spot I won't be rude This is kind of I like promise. A songwriter's corner No 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 it's, it's oh, Yeah write, It's, it's a good. little you segment to a song What's no. that we gotta write a song No you don't no, have no, to no. Write a song. <laughs> That would really be That'd be, be good yeah. <laughs> I like that idea <laughs> Might steal that Not that much on the <laughs> give spot us a, Give us a yeah.
0: title And a beat and Right
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Title <laughs> Come up with a title. Um, <laughs> write a song quick. Moon pie, go. This is a little section we
2: call Brian's three, two, one. Bum um,
1: bum bum. That's my music. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs>
2: and uh, it's kind of a little time. I like to take a little time out to sort of maybe get into sometimes songwriting or stuff that maybe not in the general interview um, that might fit always. But being a songwriter, I really like to... Get inside the heads of some people um, I kept it a little bit light today I felt But because um, I, I thought you guys With the whole band coming in It usually gets a little bit lighter feeling You know like right from the start Like you guys outnumber us So I kind of like that you know mm-hmm. So I kind of thought you've been around <laughs> for a while And you've done like the new wave stuff And you're from a trailer park and, <laughs> You know In Ohio
1: <laughs> In Ohio nonetheless So Right, by, thought, the <laughs> right by the Wahoo ditch Right by the Wahoo ditch
2: I thought uh <laughs> you're from a trail. So it's called Brian's 321. <laughs> it's three questions, two minute answers, and it's one artist, we'll just call it one band. So you guys all feel free to chime in, uh, give your own answers on it. But again, you guys have been around for a while. What do you th- do you think you can think of like what's the Maybe that some people call it the cheesiest song you've ever played, like that you've ever had to perform live where you were just like, oh, God, Oh, that somebody requested you. Mean? Uh, maybe either somebody requested it or you knew in advance that we're going to have to play this when we go somewhere or I'm sure you've done weddings.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
2: Or anything that maybe at the time you thought like oh this is so cool and then like ten years later you're like oh my god I can't believe I actually played this song live. Well, I've written songs like that. (laughs) (laughs) That qualifies. (laughs) That works. (laughs) What's that? What would that be? Can you think of a song that you've
1: written where you're like pull
0: shit out? There's some that that we'll go out and do in public two or three times, and I'll say, oh, uh, -uh, yeah, (laughs) no more. I thought it was okay, but it's really not. (laughs) No cheesy moments.
2: Nobody can think of anything.
0: I don't know. This band. I'll give you an example. When I moved
2: to Atlanta, I unknowingly, I was doing some singing for a band, Uh, our band that Ira would eventually become the singer for. And uh, I did Mustang Sally, I didn't know blues. (laughs) And so I didn't know how, you know, detrimental that would be.
3: We had a
0: drummer once who shall remain nameless, but he did start singing Mustang Sally at a gig, a Delta Moon gig. (laughs) Right. And I walked (laughs) off. I was about (laughs) to say, (laughs) I left the building. I walked out the door and walked down the street. (laughs) Just (laughs) walked out. Just just throw a slide at
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, that 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 happened to qualifies. Remember uh, early, early ton of honey gig. You guys were doing Mustang Sally. And I said, I I won't sing it. And right. I walked out, remember? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you walked out. I but... did. Oh, okay. The thing is, I He's, still... He likes to act so tough. I walked out. He's a puss. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I still love the Wilson Pickett record. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I still right. love it. Of course. It. Right. Crank <laughs> it up, but I'm not going to play it. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And there's nothing actually... wrong with T-Bone Walker's Stormy Monday. It's just... Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear it played a zillion, million. I mean, the funniest out. thing is, like, you know, there's,
2: like, a, a bu- I'm not really a traditional blues fan necessarily you know there's a lot of music that i like that is blues but so that song along with many other songs i didn't even really care for it was just like those guys were like oh we're gonna do it and i didn't know anything about it so i was like whatever i had never even heard the song before we played it all right question number two all right question two uh well we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier with the going over to europe again i was thinking you guys have been around for a while what would be your uh that moment that you may have had where you're like, shit, yeah, we're doing it. Big, Like your big rock star moment <laughs> that you can think of.
0: I think for us the first one was uh, Montreal, yeah, Jazz, Fest, Montreal. Oh, yeah? Jazz Fest. Oh, okay,
2: yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that? With that? Well, just
0: we were playing outdoors. Uh, we we did two dates, one in the theater and one outdoors. But when first one was outdoors in the middle of the afternoon on a stage in a little, little park, but there's city streets going out from it. Right. And the whole park was full. And there are crowds in the streets just going out for a block in every direction. And we're playing to this. It was just great. Yeah. We yeah. Are. yeah. <laughs>
3: and you're like, here we are. <laughs> and, and then the, the, uh, the, the theater show that night, we went on at midnight. And it was the last show of the day. And. Canada Day, their biggest holiday, was the next day, so everybody was out. Still, wow, yeah, yeah. And the curtains opened up, and his I just it's took like one humongous, of the, yeah, it's like, oh no, it, it was just insane. It, so, <laughs> so the whole day was just two great shows. Right, that's and great. Montreal Jazz Fest is fantastic. And what
1: year was that? That was two thousand three, I think. Okay, okay, okay so wow. it was back. Good. Does, Does that get you nervous on? at all when you see a big crowd like that? Are you guys? Kind of used to, I mean, it, does it just get you more excited? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. No, yeah. We're kind of used to it. I mean, right. big crowd, small crowd, whatever. Right, right. After you fall on your butt in front of 3,000 people a few times, you know, uh-huh. there's really nothing to it. And it's easy. Right. Yeah, so you just Actually, go ahead.
3: I think the, the small, like the Blind Willie st- stages like that, I think are more nerve-wracking than the yeah. big
2: so. When they're right there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. They can see every little and, thing you're doing. And
3: it's the kind of crowd that's expecting. There's a lot of them there that expect a good time and the whole night, you know? So. Yeah.
2: For me, it's just the height. Of the stage. Like, the lower the stage, <laughs> the less pressure. I'm more with the people. The higher the stage, the more pressure I feel. That's how it, is. That's how it
1: works for me. So at Nine Lives, you used to freak out all the time. I, used,
2: oh, I well, shit my pants twice. That sounds like
0: acrophobia. That might
1: be. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. That's the least of his phobias. Do you have any? Yeah, it's true. Do you have,
2: you got any, uh... I, I don't want to say your name again, because I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> Fr- Franer. 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 Franer.
4: Uh, well, the, the last the last tour we took in Germany... Uh huh. Um, pretty much every every show was packed full and yeah it was just yeah and, you know the back the green room was amazing they treated oh, yeah. us like like kings yeah of, see i like that yeah see and uh just you know just the lines at during the breaks to get autographs you know to on, on, the, <laughs> on our cds is just, wow. that, that was, you know that that got me i was that's like that's pretty yeah, cool i'm here <laughs> yeah cool
1: nice good <laughs> i like rockstar. that's a moment. that's a good yeah. question too there we go all right okay. and rockstar uh, star moment <laughs>
2: Maybe this will be a new segment on its own, Rockstar Moment. Um,
0: all right. I get, I, I'm assuming, Tom, do you write most of the material for the band? Yeah, Mark and I write some together. Okay. And some I write by myself. And okay. sometimes Frayner has been involved in a few. Okay.
2: And, and I mean, this can go for any of you guys, even because I'm sure you probably write stuff that's not part of Delta Moon and write stuff on your own, Mark, as well. But um, for you guys who all play music and then are, are writing um, – what do you think comes easier for you the lyrics or the music do you what do you struggle more
0: with maybe
3: Just a question for you um <laughs> i think uh,
0: lyrics when they're coming come as easy as music but it's harder to get me to the point really? where, where the lyrics are coming that easily yeah and i'll uh both of them too i'll edit go back and try to sharpen up but uh Music Sometimes You just sit down You got something in your head Just sit down And start playing Wow that sounds great Yeah But what am I going to sing over that Well it sits there And you never put anything right, on it yeah Or sometimes I'll, I'll But the music's there <laughs> Yeah but sometimes I'm driving I come up with great lyrics And I can never quite Fit them on any kind of Piece of music They just <laughs> yeah. don't quite want to Want to do be squeezed like, that way Do you
2: like to start with music as well
0: I'll take it anywhere I can You'll get a hold anyway. of it Okay Yeah All right. Both ways
2: Cool Bum All right. Bum Bum You made it through <laughs> And I gotta say, I what? you know, I'm big on like pinning like people who look like somebody. And I can't pin you down, but I was sitting here the whole time and I'm like, Mark, who does he look like the whole time and He's you figured. know who it's gonna be.
3: I've heard it several times.
2: It, well, let's just say this, uh Wayne's World Party time <laughs> Excellent Exactly like, Yeah Dana Carvey And then when <laughs> you Stepped up to the mic well, yeah. Even
3: as
1: you got up To the mic <laughs> Dana Carvey Yeah I fine. knew who it was be. When I know who Tom Looks like though
2: And I'm It's like in my head That I can't <laughs> It's, uh, it's, Is it it's the guy, Peter Fonda Oh Peter Fonda Yeah oh, that's Also a little Daryl Hall I think mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the look that Tom All just right, had John Oates. <laughs> I'm
3: imagining this strange. Well, at already. least that look was And hey,
1: look, you could break our balls, too We don't care <laughs> Yeah, look at us, Jesus That's why we're on radio All right, well Before we get into uh, the second tune You're going to play here and I will let our fans know that we're going to record some bonus tracks as well, and we'll release those at a later date. Uh, one of the reasons you came in today is you have a show to promote. It's uh, March 13th?
0: That's right. At the five-spot in Little Five Points, okay. which is a, another great venue.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The five-spot's yeah. great. Um, We've played there before. High we're stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it stage. is high. That's true. I think you did I have a problem sure. there last time we I did. played there. Um, and I is this myself. kind of a CD release for? for
0: uh? Yeah, the CD release date is officially April sixth, so we're calling it the CD leak party. We oh, the CD leak oh. party yeah, for, uh, them.
1: for Hellbound Train. Yeah. Uh, all yeah, right. This cool. is
2: excited for us. Exciting for us to have somebody in with like something mm. we haven't really had anybody in with like a big promotion like this. Well, we've you had know, here and there push. We've had here and there. Yeah, a little
1: bit um,
0: shows or something.
1: All right. Well, what tune? Uh, what tune you want to do now?
0: This one's called Get Gone. See that moonlight shining on the water This river runs as deep as it runs cold And we're the devil's daughter You ain't gonna live to get too old Get gone, you better get gone You've been hanging around this old town too long I feel it in my heart That old trouble's gonna start if you don't move on Go. get gone.
1: Sweet, yeah, that's a great tune. Thank you. Yeah, this is uh, this is gonna be a great disc. Everybody, go out and get it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How old do you guys do with like your? With your
2: CD sales, you what's your label? Here he is
0: asking about money again. No, not money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is it with you? All right, I want numbers.
2: No, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, uh,
0: you know, um, w- what's your label? Red, Red Parlor. Parlor. Red Parlor, and yes. they're out of New York. Okay. Uh, now we've done them in the past on our own. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and,
2: and do you have dis- have you had distribution for those in the past? Yeah,
0: or? several indie distributors are is been a tough road for us. Uh, yeah. the last couple of records we had one distributor that went <clears throat> out of business and then another one went bankrupt and it's it's kind of a hard time for indie distributors yeah. and the bands ta da bands aren't getting paid. Right. The money's just not there right. and uh, CDs go out into the world, people talk about downloads for free, that's nothing compared to paying money to produce these CDs yeah. and shipping it out and not getting paid. Yeah, it. so yeah. Uh, uh, we went with Red Parlor this time, who has uh, distribution through ADA Warners. It used to be Ryko, which is about as big as you can get for an independent distribution. And
1: uh, so Ryko's not around anymore.
0: No, Ryko folded into Warners a couple of years ago, a year okay. or two ago.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty big label. Yes, they were the yeah. biggest uh, yeah. biggest
0: indie distributor right. in the country. Right. Okay, and yeah, so. Now, uh, Is it mostly- it's Red Parlor's headache. Now we just got to get the money from right. them. Yeah. How did you hook up with them? Actually, uh, Stephen Goff there called me. Oh, uh, but then, uh, we had, a, we had a deal in Europe with a, and we still do with a, a label called Blues Boulevard, uh, right. a part of Music Avenue. And we, uh, having that deal first, find out a lot of the American labels, uh, weren't so hot on the idea of, uh. Not getting Europe as well, apparently. Oh, whole yeah, really? business model sure. is based on worldwide and blah, blah, right. blah. But, uh, and that's what Stephen told me at first. But then he, I kept the attitude that a no is a maybe, and I just kept sending him stuff. <laughs> he said, you know, yeah, I want to do it. So I like, <laughs> a no, no is a maybe. I know a maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I want to thank you guys again for coming in here. Uh, thank you for having us that that sounds like you might tell
2: me how much money you've made (laughs) is that what you're trying to say to me come on Tom. um so like i said
1: earlier uh march 13th next saturday yeah everybody get out there um at the the five five spot spot in little five atlanta ga atlanta ga um 30307 that's right um you can pick up the new disc hellbound train and uh, will it be we'll available
2: at the show? I assume. Oh yes, yeah, of course, the
1: full CD. Um, and we'll have your website on our site, so everybody will be able to check yeah. that out.
0: You can get it from the website too. Yeah, right. you can Can't check make the show, and
2: you can listen to the songs at least to like kind of get a feel. If you if you heard a couple songs here and it, right. it, it made you, because, but buy the CD, please. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Um, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, well, I have a show to promote. Uh, Fatback Deluxe is playing. Promote at it. I am. Doing? Uh, <laughs> Nobody's stopping Fatback Deluxe will be at Blind Willie's Wednesday What's the date of that? This Wednesday? Yeah Um. That's going to be, what's today?
2: Oh, like the 10th? <laughs> oh, I think such it's the 10th
1: Such a problem <laughs> The 10th Well, Saturday's the tenth. That 13th, sounds right So, yeah, so sounds right. The 10th, yeah Wednesday the 10th, uh, Fatback Deluxe of Blind Willie's d- Are you guys playing anywhere? um i don't we don't have anything on the uh, books i don't think right a ton now. ton of honey's not playing until april so we'll no. tell you about that later we'll tell you about that when that in, comes. in, a, in a future episode yes definitely um i also want to tell our listeners you know we've been getting a lot of positive feedback from the other podcasts and uh, we appreciate you listening and uh you know there's i listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people out there are just trying to you know uh, they're trying to monetize things you know some podcasts are even asking for donations and and They're even charging for podcasts. We don't do that. Everything's always going to be free for, you know, well, I'm not going to say always, but we do uh, provide you with this entertainment for free. The only thing we ask you to do is a yes, a maybe to Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Too often, yes. Okay. Good. Uh, so just say yes because it look really makes if you're sense. listening to this and you like what you're hearing you're having a good time. The only thing we ask from you is to tell at least one other person. Tell I say tell two. If every Send, face can tell two faces, then we're, <laughs> that's right. We're doing well. Send out a Facebook message. You know, yeah. Twitter, twi- Twitter us, um, Twitter us, and Facebook us. Let some people know. We want yeah. a lot of people listening to this stuff. And, so. and
2: you know what? Just in general, encourage people to get into podcasts because yeah, yeah. because it is free and there's a lot of people out there. Doing
1: fun stuff And giving out good information and, and you can listen to it Whenever you want you can go to the you gym want. You can listen to go us to You can gym. sit at your computer And listen you to can, us You can put it on your iPod You right? can put it on your iPod yeah. you, you got a long trip With the kids You put on Well maybe not with the kids We get a little Go into the bathroom Shut the door Take a dump Whoa to a whoa podcast. whoa Take it hey, easy Hey listen
2: Some people are in there For a while
1: Jesus You know I'm just saying I'm You
2: just want trying something Trying to wrap do. up A nice podcast And that's oh, all right. right I saw I'm sorry Well
1: anyway Thanks again for listening And uh, one thing we always do like to say here is save it for the the show. show.